I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News update for Tuesday, July 25th. Expect some delays at the intersection of Hancock Street and West Quantum Street in North Quincy this week due to a repaving project. The Deroma Corporation, working for the Quincy DPW, will be repaving that intersection, and milling is taking place today and possibly tomorrow as well, causing some delays and detours. The area will then be paved next Sunday and Monday night. The MBTA has been notified and Quincy police will be on scene directing motorists around the construction zone. A Weymouth man is facing criminal charges in connection with a crash on Interstate 93 in New Hampshire that left one person dead over the weekend. 33-year-old Casey Kirsch was arraigned yesterday in Belknap Superior Court in New Hampshire on charges including negligent homicide and aggravated driving while intoxicated. Troopers responding to a report of a crash on the southbound side of the highway in San Borden at about 1.30 Sunday afternoon found a 2007 Chevy Silverado that had rolled over in the roadway. A passenger in that pickup truck, 52-year-old John Hanna Jr., from Lancaster, New Hampshire, was ejected and killed in the crash. Kirsch was evaluated at Franklin Hospital. A preliminary investigation at the scene of the wreck indicated Kirsch left the left side of the road, veered into the soft shoulder, then flipped over upon re-entering the highway. Anybody with information about that crash is urged to contact New Hampshire State Police. A man has died after being stabbed in a transitional housing for homeless veterans on Hartford Street in Dorchester. Just after noon yesterday, police were called to Pine Street Inn's Hartford Street house, where they found a man suffering from stab wounds inside the home. He died at the scene. Boston police have arrested 43-year-old Eduardo Bonilla of Dorchester and charged him with murder. The identity of the victim has not been released, and authorities are unsure if the man lived at the home. Police are still investigating the stabbing. Bonello will be arraigned today in Roxbury District Courts. State regulators have denied a permit modification sought by the company in charge of decommissioning the nuclear power plant in Plymouth to discharge 1.1 million gallons of industrial wastewater into Cape Cod Bay. After years of local opposition to the company's discharge plan, Massachusetts Department of Environmental Protection issued the draft determination yesterday, stating that Cape Cod Bay is a protected ocean sanctuary under the state's Ocean Sanctuaries Act, which prohibits dumping industrial waste into protected state waters. In April, Holtec International filed an application to modify its existing decommissioning permit to allow the company to discharge wastewater from the plant's spent nuclear fuel pool, which contains some radioactive material into the bay. The draft determination denying the permit modification requires a 30-day public comment period before MassDEP can finalize the decision noting a comment period is open through 5 p.m. on August 28th. Pilgrim Nuclear Power Station stopped creating electricity in May of 2019 and was quickly bought by Holtec to take charge of the decommissioning process. 
Since it was first proposed, local, state, and federal activists have resisted Holtec's plan to discharge the wastewater into Cape Cod Bay, voicing concerns over safety for people who go into the water, ocean, wildlife, seafood that comes from the bay, and the South Shore and Cape Cod's tourism industry. A Holtec spokesman said the company was disappointed by the state's denial of its permit modification and that the issue has extended the timeline for Pilgrim's decommissioning. Authorities have recovered the body of a paddle boarder who went missing in the water off Martha's Vineyard over the weekend. Shortly before 10 a.m., divers, boats with side-scan sonar, and Massachusetts State Police and Coast Guard helicopters located the body of a 45-year-old man who was reported missing on Sunday. The victim has now been identified as Tafari Campbell from Virginia. Campbell was employed by former President Barack Obama and was visiting the vineyard at the time. Officials say former President and Mrs. Obama were not present at the residence at the time of the accident. The recovery was made about 100 feet from shore in about 8 feet of water. Another paddle boarder saw Campbell go under the water, briefly struggled to stay on the surface, and then dip below the water. Crews launched the search for Campbell shortly before 8 o'clock Sunday night, but ultimately paused the operation to allow divers and flight teams a chance to regroup and reassess the situation. Members of the State Police Underwater Recovery Unit and Mass Environmental Police joined the search yesterday morning. The investigation into his death is ongoing. Well, if you get a call from anyone threatening you with an arrest, you may be the target of a scammer. The U.S. Marshals and the FBI say they're hearing about this scam on a daily basis, and there have been a large number of these calls in Massachusetts. You may get a call from someone claiming to be a U.S. Marshal, court officer, or other law enforcement official. During the call, the scammer will attempt to collect a fine under the threat of arrest due to a claim of identity theft, failing to report for jury duty or other offenses. They'll say you can avoid arrest by withdrawing cash and transferring it to the government by depositing it into Bitcoin ATMs. Scammers can be very convincing. They will provide you with a badge number, names of law enforcement officials and judges and courthouse addresses. They'll spoof the phone number so it appears on caller ID as if it's coming from a government agency or the court. But remember, the U.S. Marshal Service will never ask for credit, debit, or gift card numbers, wire transfers, bank routing numbers, or ask you to make Bitcoin deposits for any purpose. And you should never divulge personal or financial information to unknown callers. Ticket transparency is a hot topic on Beacon Hill, and lawmakers on the Consumer Protection Committee are taking up what's being called the Taylor Swift Bill to protect buyers from surprise fees. It stems from the fiasco that happened when fans tried to buy tickets to Swift's shows at Gillette Stadium earlier this year. Much of yesterday's testimony was about providing more protection for people buying tickets. The bill up for consideration would keep ticketing agencies from adding on surprise fees and make them fully disclose the total cost of tickets before they're bought. 
when the Taylor Swift shows went on sale, tickets were snapped up quickly and then resold on sites for more than $20,000 over their original price. Ticketing agencies like StubHub, Live Nation, and Ace Ticket told lawmakers they support the changes that are under consideration. The bill would also prohibit dynamic pricing, a mechanism where businesses drive up prices during high demand. Once again, Massachusetts is at the head of the class in an annual ranking of the best school systems in the country. Wallet Hub's list of states with the best public schools for 2023 says Massachusetts schools are ranked first for both quality and safety. Rounding out the top five are Connecticut, New Jersey, Wisconsin, and Virginia, with New Hampshire in sixth. The personal finance website looks at a wide range of factors, including student performance, funding, class size, and teacher qualifications. Massachusetts students had the best math and reading test scores and was among the states reporting the lowest percentage of students who've been injured or felt threatened at school. New Hampshire also got high marks for test scores and a low pupil-teacher ratio, but it also has one of the highest rates of bullying, according to WalletHub. Check of business news this morning. Stocks were higher. The Dow is up 185 points. The Nasdaq rose 26. The S&P is up 18. Asian stocks followed Wall Street higher. The dollar was down. The euro rose. Oil at $78 a barrel. Sports Red Sox are back home tonight against Atlanta at 7:10. The National Weather Service forecast. For today, hazy, warm, and humid with a chance of an afternoon storm, high of 87. Some lingering storms possible tonight, low of 66. Tomorrow, hazy, hot, and humid, high 90. Thursday, hazy, hot, and humid with a storm possible, high 91. And then Friday, temperatures will soar into the mid, perhaps upper 90s. The boater waves about a foot, a light southerly wind, high tide 533 p.m. Sunrise 529, set at 8.10. I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News Update for Tuesday, July 25th.